Welcome to the Power of the Cross with special guest Mike Davis, Part 1. Luke chapter 10. Look with me at verse 17, beginning at verse 17. Would you stand for the reading of God's Word? Beginning in verse 17, we'll begin reading. And the seventy returned again with joy, saying, Lord, even the devils are subject unto us through thy name. And he said unto them, Behold, or I beheld Satan as lightning fall from heaven. Behold, I give unto you power to tread upon scorpions and serpents, all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means harm you. Notwithstanding, in this rejoice not that the spirits are subject unto you, but rather rejoice that your names are written in heaven. How many of you are saved this morning and you know it? Just lift your hands. That's enough to rejoice about right there. To know that you're a new creature in Christ and you're on your way to heaven. I want to talk to you this morning just a little while. The Lord willing. On spiritual warfare in the last days. Would you stretch your hands toward the pulpit and let us join together in agreement that God's will will be accomplished. Our Heavenly Father, we love you this morning. We praise you. We thank you for this service. We thank you for the great privilege that you've given us as your people to come together and set together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus and enjoy the bountiful blessings from heaven. Lord, thank you for the song service, dear Lord, the worship service, the testimony service. Now it's come time for the preaching of the word of God, and I pray that your word will go forth and minister to every need that's represented in the house of God. Thank you for your anointing. May I hide behind the cross now and preach what thus saith the Lord. And God, I pray that your word will accomplish that that it's intended to do. We ask it all in Jesus' name, our Lord and Savior. And everybody said amen and amen. God bless you. You may be seated. The Bible tells us that Jesus began to choose disciples, certain ones, whom he would lay his anointing upon and send them forth to preach the gospel. And the Bible tells us on one occasion that they came back to him. And they said, Lord, the devils are subject unto us in thy name. And Jesus said, I beheld Satan as lightning fall from heaven. He said, Behold, I give you power to tread upon scorpions and serpents and all the power of the enemy. And nothing shall by any means hurt you. But rejoice not just that the devils are subject unto you, but rejoice most of all that your names are written down in heaven. Now, I believe that we can pick out several things here and talk about, but briefly, first of all, Jesus was reminding them that the power was in his name. Not in their name, but his name. How many of you know there's power in Jesus' name? Now, the devil don't like to hear that this morning, but there's a name which is above every name, a name in which the Bible said every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. We know that on several occasions that 
In Jesus' ministry, he dealt with those that were bound and shackled by Satan and even demon powers. The Bible tells us on one occasion that he went into the temple and he began to preach. And there was one there with an unclean spirit. And as Jesus began to preach, the unclean spirit cried out the one there and said, Let us alone. What have we to do with thee, thou Jesus? We know that thou art the Son of God. And Jesus rebuked the spirit whom was in the man and delivered him by the power of God. On another occasion, the Bible tells us of the demonic of Gadara. The Bible said that Jesus met a man. And the Bible said that his dwellings was among the tombs. The Bible said that no man could do anything with him. He was off bound with fetters and chains and so possessed by the power of the enemy that he broke the fetters and chains in pieces and he tormented those in the city. And the Bible said night and day he was there groaning and moaning and crying and cutting himself. The Bible said, the Bible said that Jesus delivered him. The Bible said that Jesus asked him what his name was and he addressed those of the demons in the man. And the Bible said that they said our name is Legion for we are many. Thank God. God, there's power in Jesus' name, and Christ delivered him. Hallelujah. How many of you know that there's a real devil this morning? Now, this morning, I don't know what your need is when you came to the house of God, but I dare say that every day when you get up and you go and you take care of your daily business, whether it be on your job, your place of employment, school, or whatever the case may be in your home, you're uh, in times you're facing even the powers of the enemy as you have never faced him before. And I believe this morning that as we get closer to the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ, I believe those demon powers are going to increase in the last days. Because let me tell you something. We're in a battle, my friend, not with flesh and blood, but with principalities and powers and the rulers of darkness of this world. The Bible said spiritual wickedness in high places. That's why the Bible said in Ephesians 6 and 10 that we should be strong in the Lord and the power of his might and put on the whole armor of God that we may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand, stand having your loins girt about with truth, having on the breastplate of righteousness and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith wherewith you shall be able to stand and withstand the attack of the enemy and take the hell with the salvation, the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, pray always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit watching there and do with all perseverance and supplication for the saints of God my friend the devil is not just some Saturday morning cartoon character with long horns and a long tail and a pitchfork my friend the Bible said that we're in a battle with a real enemy hallelujah and we are in a warfare for our very souls because the Bible said the devil wants to alienate us from God he wants to oppress the saint of God and depress the saint of God and puts you in shackles and chains this morning so much so that you can't even enjoy your relationship with God. The devil would have it in these last days to where the people of God can't even come to the house of God and lift up holy hands without wrath or doubting and magnify God. He would rob their joy. 
But how many of you know that the devil didn't give us what we got? And thank God, according to God's word, he can't take it away. We're serving the living God this morning who has all power in heaven and earth. And thank God my relationship with Christ is not based upon what the enemy does to me, what the world does to you, what man does to you, but it's based upon the fact that I am redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. I'm on my way to glory. I'm a child of God, and it's joy unspeakable and full of glory. Go ahead and give the Lord a hand clap if you love him. Thank you for listening to The Power of the Cross. We pray this message is a blessing to you. You can access our sermons at GrenadaChurch.com. We also ask you for your financial support in helping us reach the world with the gospel. You can donate to our ministry by secure means at GrenadaChurch.com and click Donate. Now, back to the message. Satan, in the beginning, was a created angel. Perfect beauty and perfect wisdom. And there is some indication in Ezekiel that he even, being the anointed cherub, was one who had guardianship over the throne of God at one time, and he led the angelic host in praise and worship. He was created in perfect beauty and perfect wisdom. But the Bible said because of that, pride dwelled up within Satan. And he said in Isaiah 14 and 12, how art thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning? How art thou cut down to the ground which did weaken the nations? For thou hast said in thy heart, I will ascend into the heavens. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will ascend into the heights of the clouds. I will be like the Most High God. But he said, Thou shalt be brought down to hell, to the sides of the pit. And it went on to say that when he was cast out, he had so much influence in heaven, he led a rebellion against God and caused a third of the angelic host to rebel against God, and God kicked him out. Immediately we see him begin to work in the Garden of Eden, as is recorded in Scripture in the book of Genesis, as he tempted Adam and Eve and caused them to fall and partake of the forbidden fruit and lose their relationship with God. Because the Bible said what Satan did in his temptation and man obeyed Satan rather than God. The Bible said that sin entered into the human race and death by sin and death is passed upon all for all have sinned. And from that time on recording in scripture we begin to see the results of sin when Cain slew Abel and on and on and on it goes in the scripture and the Bible says we look later on at what happened in Sodom and Gomorrah and the wickedness of that day and as it was in the days of Noah in that time we see the things that went on in that time and the similarity of our day as Christ said that it would be like the days of Noah and be like the days of Lot no wonder the Bible said that in the last days evil men and seducers would wax worse and worse deceived and being deceived. Listen, friend, what do you think would cause a person to take a shotgun and walk into a McDonald's restaurant and begin to blow people away left and right? And when he was arrested by the authorities, he said that I heard voices in my head telling me to do that. How many of you remember? It's been a while back now, but in Pearl, Mississippi, when those young men went in there and began to shoot up the school, let me tell you something. They were involved in the cult 
They were involved in certain satanic occultic games. One of them was Dungeons and Dragons, I believe was the name of it. And they admitted that they were serving Satan. Let me tell you something. Occultism is on the arise. You know why? Because Revelation 9, 20 and 21 said in the last days they would not repent of their murders, their sorceries, and that means drug abuse along with occultism, their sorceries, their fornications, that's immorality, and their thefts. Neither repented they of their murders, idolatry, and sorcery, and witchcraft, and on and on it goes in the last days. Friend, we are living in that time. Man only has to look around and see what's going on. There's a real battle going on. How many of you believe that with all your heart? I remember several years ago, I first began preaching in the ministry. It was brought to my mind what happened to me one night. I was in a room. I'd gone to bed. I'd been reading the Bible some. And I went to bed. And I don't know how long I'd been in that room and how long I'd been asleep. But I remember all of a sudden, I became aware that something evil was in the room with me. And all of a sudden, it was like electricity that went around my neck and began to choke me. And I remember laying there in that bed, and I heard a growling, an audible growling. I heard it in my ears. While this thing was choking me, it was dark in the room. I couldn't see anything. I remember laying there, and I began to try to fight it off. And the more I tried to fight it, I was a losing battle. My body was becoming limp, and I could feel myself. It was like the very life was being sucked out of me. And all of a sudden, my mind went back to the time when I was a little boy sitting on a Church of God pew, and I heard preachers preach on demon powers and the power that was in the name of Jesus. And I remember laying there, and I began to rebuke that thing. And I rebuked it the first time, and it got louder and tighter. I rebuked it the second time, and it got louder. It seemed like it got angry. <laughs> but I remember the third time when it was choking me, there was another presence that walked in that room. It was the presence of the Holy Ghost. And I remember laying there with that demon spirit choking me and I began to smile and the presence of God came in there and I began to rebuke it in the name of Jesus and the third time I said in the name of Jesus I rebuke you and I plead the blood of Jesus against you it left somebody said oh you was just dreaming brother Mike uh uh cause I got up <laughs> and when I got up I could tell somebody had been something or something had been choking me Demon powers had been choking me. Hallelujah. Jesus said in my name, in his name, you'll speak with new tongues. You'll take up serpents. You'll lay hands on the sick and you'll cast out devils in Jesus name. I sense in my spirit that there may be somebody here this morning. You're facing a battle that you've never faced before. The enemy is fighting you. The enemy is coming against you. Maybe through a loved one. Maybe somebody on your job. I don't know what the case may be. Maybe with a sickness or disease. 
But how many of you know there's power in the name of Jesus? The devil has a threefold plan of attack. First of all, he wants to alienate you from God and take you to hell. But once you come to know Christ, he wants to make you the most miserable Christian that you could imagine. He wants to attack your body with spirits of infirmity. And your soul and spirit with demons of lying and lust and jealousy and envy and malice and on and on and on. And the works of the flesh. I remember reading in the Bible about a woman in one of Christ's service. And the Bible said that Jesus was preaching. And all of a sudden he just stopped preaching. And he looked and there was a woman there and he called her up. And she was bowed over for 18 years. All she could do was walk like this. When she talked to somebody, she had to just kind of cut her eyes and look up at them and talk. Many in the church became angry. And Jesus said, Ought not this woman who is a daughter of Abraham, whom Satan hath bound these 18 years, be loose from her infirmity? And Jesus looked at him and said, Woman, be loosed from your infirmity. And the Bible said, Immediately the power of God came on her, and she stood up healed by the power of God. Hallelujah. How many of you know that Jesus is in the delivering business? A long time ago, a Roman jailer asked the important question to the Apostle Paul, What must I do to be saved? Paul's answer was immediate and to the point. Believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved and thy house. We have to realize that our sin separates us from God. And the Bible teaches us that all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. So what did God do about this? He made it simple. Scripture says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son and And whosoever believes on him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. If you'll just take a moment and confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus Christ and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. Accept him as your Savior, resolve in your mind to make him Lord of your life, and follow him with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength as long as you live. If you've made a decision for Christ today, we would love to hear from you and send you a free Bible. Send us a message to info at GrenadaChurch.com. Thank you once again for listening to The Power of the Cross. If you have prayer requests, questions, or comments, email us at radio at GrenadaChurch.com or send them to the Lighthouse at P.O. Box 2441, Grenada, Mississippi, 38902. That's P.O. Box 2441, Grenada, Mississippi, 38902. God bless you and have a wonderful week.